Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 2415. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, Networld, and thank you for tuning in. Open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 6. We're going to read verses 1 through 3. Remember, our word is established, and our series is Back to the Basics. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. And then, reading Hebrews 6, verse 1 from the Message Version, So come on, let's leave the preschool finger-painting exercises on Christ and get on with the grand work of art. Grow up in Christ. The basic foundational truths are in place, turning your back on salvation by self-help and turning in trust toward God. And then, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 3, in the Amplified Version says, If indeed God permits, we will now proceed to advanced teaching. Yes, and as I mentioned in our last netcast, we want to go from the elementary things of Christ to the advanced teaching of Christ. So we're going to cover the elementary things in this series so we can move on and grow up in Christ. Amen? Remember, this scripture shows six stones in a foundation. And as I said yesterday, that you can visualize a foundation of a home or a building. And I added a seventh stone, that being the cornerstone on the right front corner. The cornerstone is Jesus, as I mentioned. And then as we travel left across the front of our foundation, we have a stone called repentance from dead works. Then going up the right side, or the left side, excuse me, there's faith toward God and the doctrine of baptisms. And then as we go across the back side, It's the laying on of hands and the resurrection of the dead, two stones there. Coming back down on the right side to meet the cornerstone is eternal judgment. So we have seven stones in the foundation that I'm visualizing. The cornerstone, Jesus Christ, and then to the left, repentance from dead works. Up the left side, faith toward God and the doctrine of baptisms. Across the back, the laying on of hands and the resurrection of the dead. And then back down on the right side, eternal judgment back to the cornerstone of Christ. And those are the seven stones I believe we need to understand fully to have a firm foundation in the word. So when the storms of life come, we're not going to fall. I love that kind of teaching. And we discussed about a foundation stone or the cornerstone of the foundation is the one that all the other stones are set by. As a matter of fact, we found in Job chapter 38 
that God says that there is a foundation to the universe. It says that in Job 38, 1 through 11, it talks about how he laid the foundation of the earth. He determined its measurements. He stretched the line upon it. And then he says, to what were its foundations fastened or who laid its cornerstones? An amazing story. So what we found or we discussed was the earth is traveling around the sun at 67,000 miles per hour. That's pretty fast. We're traveling through the universe here around the sun at 67,000 miles per hour. And we're rotating at the same time over 1,000 miles per hour. Can you feel it? You're sitting in your chair. Can you feel or do you feel like you're going 67,000 miles in one direction and while spinning at over 1,000 miles per hour? Well, why don't we feel it? It's because the universe is set on the cornerstone of Jesus Christ. We found in John chapter 1 where it says that in the beginning or before all time, this is reading the Amplified Version, was the Word, Christ. And the Word was with God and the Word was God himself. He was present originally with God. All things were made and came into existence through him. And without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. And like James says, we know James talks about that life can have its tests and trials. And, uh, but we also know that God tests, tries, and tempts no one. But he says to count it all joy. How are we going to count it all joy when we come into tests and trials? Well, if we're established on the foundation stone of the universe, when winds and storms and problems come, we're going to be able to stand and not fall. And that's what this teaching is all about. You see, there are two keys, I find, that are very important to this cornerstone. Two keys to the cornerstone of Jesus Christ. One is patience, and the second is comfort. In order to be established in our foundation, so when life's trials come, we need to have two things in order to be strong and to stand. One is patience, and the other is comfort. We find it in Romans chapter 15, verses 4 through 6. Let's look at that. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope, and I added these two words, or be established. <laughs> Verse 5, now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another according to Jesus Christ. Verse 6, that you may with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I believe that in order for us to be established, in order for us to have a firm foundation, and Jesus Christ is our cornerstone, we need patience and comfort. They're critical. You see, patience comes by faith. James says in chapter 1, verse 3, that the testing of your faith actually produces patience. And comfort comes through the word or the scriptures itself. So I'm going to say this. Are you ready? If we do not have patience through faith and comfort through the word, we will become frustrated and angry and eventually destroyed. In my Bible school, Life Christian University, I found a great quote in one of the classes. It says, when we know God, we can wait for him to work. I'm going to say that again. When we know God, we can wait for him to work. There's a scripture in Matthew 7, which talks about we need to build our house on the rock. You see, Jesus is the rock, and the rock 
is the word. Matthew chapter 7, 24 through 27, a very familiar scripture, but let's read it. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. And in Luke chapter 6, verse 48, it says, He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. Can you imagine having your life built upon or established upon the foundation of the universe? How could it ever fail? Remember that word, established? I want to have a strong foundation in the word. I want all seven of those stones in my foundation. I want when the winds come that my house stands and I can make it through the trials in life in victory. As a matter of fact, the word established, uh, William Newell, uh, in, t- in a book that he wrote called Romans Verse by Verse, he says that the Greek word for established is used about ten times in the New Testament, and it concerns a settled, stable, and spiritual condition. I believe God wants us to be established. He wants us to have a settled, stable, and spiritual condition. He wants us to be in a settled, stable, and spiritual condition in three areas. The first area is in our heart. He wants us to be established in our hearts. Second, in our words, very important. And third, in our works. Let's look at this established or for us to be established in our heart. In 1 Thessalonians 3.13, it says, So that he may be established, or so that he may establish your hearts, blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. He wants to establish our hearts. He wants to fix, to strengthen, to cause, to stand, and to be established. He also wants us to be established in our words and in our works. Listen to Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Therefore, brethren, stand fast, be established, is what I wrote, and hold the traditions which you were taught, whether by word or our epistle. But So both in our words and our works, God wants us to be established, and, of course, in our hearts. Verse 16, Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God and Father, let me read that again. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father, who has loved us and given us everlasting consolation and good hope by grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. So what we see in Second Thessalonians 2, verses 15 through 17, that he wants us to be comforted in our hearts and established in our good words, and our good works. You see, remember, he is a God of patience and comfort, and he wants us to walk in that personally and to treat others the same. If you have patience through faith and comfort through the word, 
Nothing will knock you down. That's very powerful. You see, today's word is established. We're talking about back to the basics, and I'll call this rule number one. Rule number one in back to the basics, in being established on the foundation of God's word with Jesus Christ as our cornerstone, I'm going to say this. The foundation of our hearts, our words, and our works must be established on the cornerstone of Christ by patience through faith and comfort through his word. And as we continue in this series, we're going to study more about the cornerstone, more about repentance from dead works, faith toward God, the doctrine of baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. Remember, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 1 Peter 2, 6 says, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Jesus Christ is the cornerstone. Wow, that's all the time we have today. So I look forward to being with you in my next netcast. Mark your calendar, set your clock, and tune in next time as we continue in establishing our foundation with Jesus Christ as our cornerstone. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.